Enter now the age of apocalypse, Shiga, with your hosts, Dayspring and Scott Free. The name's Cable. Remember it. And the only people who can stop apocalypse are the mutants known as Dayspring, Scott Free, and Michelle. This is Captain America, and we need to defeat apocalypse. I might as well just hit record because this is recorded. <laughs> Familia, she oh. needs no introduction. Emma Dumont is back. Hello, hello. <laughs> By popular b- demand from me, I'm back. I was like, let me back. <laughs> my God, no. My God, I'm like obsessed with you. I've been on like a high since we chatted a couple oh. weeks ago. You've been so one. I just love your energy. I just love everything you bring to the world. Hi, Emma Dumont. Hi, Emma Dumont. Hi. Um, thank you so much for having me back. Even though I was a wild one last time, I was just saying anything that came out of my mouth. Oh my god! But it was the best. So, folks who were tuning into the podcast were DMing me, being like, "Thank you so much for just having a general geeky and like it it wasn't X Men focused, but we were talking about like really serious issues." And I was like, thank you. Like, that was the entire point. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yes, we did it. No, but it's it's true. And I, like, thank you to you for letting me just say whatever. Because usually there's that, like, very famous clip of Selena Gomez where she's sitting in an interview and somebody asks her something that's sort of, um, they don't give it as much attention as it, it sh- should have been given. Like, they're not sensitive enough to whatever. The- I forget what it was specifically. And she's like, cool. Okay, great. You don't see me as a person. Awesome. Bye-bye. So thank you for letting me talk and share, like, real people stuff. You know what I mean? Well, what else is there to do for us as beings and share real people stuff, especially if you have a podcast? You know right. what I mean? Like, And also, like, I think you do such a great job. I mean, I've just noticed recently, you know, in the last, like, six months so many people are amplifying the messages you were putting out there and i think you're hitting some of these these markers where people feel seen when they're when they see content out there that's relatable that's not manufactured that's not like oh my god let's talk about this a b and c like no life sucks you know we're gonna be real i'm saying life sucks as i'm adjusting the camera i'm like hey you're like life sucks life sucks (laughs) Well, no. So, folks at home, Emma said my hair looked really good before we hit record. Like, and I was like, you know what? It does look good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, you agree with me. See, I would never steer you wrong. Mm, awesome. My hair, not so much. I look like a swamp Your hair looks great. No. It's fine. I'm in my Jinx Monsoon era. So oh, my it's God. Fine. I love Jinx so much. Have you ever seen Jinx live? Don't. Are you trying to, like, what are you trying to say? That I'm a fake fan? I mean, come on. Are you? <laughs> Are I've only seen Jinx live once. Okay, I've never. I've always wanted what, to go. Really? To, I've always wanted to go to Jinx and Dela's uh, Christmas show in Seattle because I'm from Seattle, and they're from Seattle. And I was wanting to go to New York to see Jinx on Broadway, um, but I'm broke. So, <laughs> oh my god! Well, first didn't of all, happen. I didn't know she was on Broadway. I'm so stupid. Like I don't. Wow, keep up you with are anything. a big fan. Oh my god! I know. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. listen. I was there was an era where I was so obsessed with Drag Race, and it was Jinx I, mm-hmm. uh, her season, and she had a show where here in the city where she was like a Frozen singer, 
and she was like right. unthawed and she found out that Britney right. Spears stole all of her music and that they were all popular. It was hysterical. But that's the only time I've seen her. That's I love that. Whatever that bit was is wonderful and beautifully jinx. My brother is such a big Jinx Monsoon fan. He's such a big fan of all the queens. He yeah. goes to every single show and I'm like pathetic. I'm like, I love them so much. I follow everyone on social media and then I don't go to shows. I mean, well, that's well, does he go to the the drag race shows or does he go to the the girls shows? He goes to like all kinds of all the girls, okay. um, you know, anything drag race sponsored, stuff like that. OK, OK. So he, he's paid RuPaul quite a pretty penny. Oh my God! Do you know I saw RuPaul when I was working at Harper Collins? He was oh my in gosh. my elevator. I used to see I used to see RuPaul at events. Stop it! He must yeah, be like upfronts so or whatever. <laughs> oh my God! He must be obsessed with you. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't like know RuPaul. Also, I don't want to know RuPaul. Like, not a fan. But um, yeah. but anyway, how was that experience at Harper Collins? <laughs> No, I ran into her on the elevator and she was just like, she turned to my coworker and she was here like, oh, you have beautiful skin. And my, and my, my, I was going to say my skin, my coworker was like over the moon, but really? yeah, that's so sweet well, of you. you know, it's interesting that you said that about RuPaul because so much has come out in the last years, especially with her ties to endorsing the fracking industry among wait, other things. Wait, what? Wait, what is? I don't know about this. Wait, you don't I'm know a big fan. That? Wait, supporting what? No, I think she had like a stake in um in fracking, and that came out during I know during the elections uh, with <laughs> wait. Hillary. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Oh, those. Oh, people have yeah. known about this. Well, I'm beyond the times. Yeah. I had no idea. I know. This is what I mean when I say they exist everywhere. There are selfish, yeah. greedy people everywhere. In every community, everywhere. And it, both things can be true that, like, you can bring an art form to the general populace and, like, create spaces for, um, like, art forms that have been, like, oppressed or pushed down. That can be true. And it also can be true that, like, you've caught the greed sickness and gone too far. Yeah, unfortunately, here, I'm going to drop a link that Mary Sue wrote about Ooh. it recently so you can have it for later. Explain Thank the fracking problem. Far better than I can. I'm not going to read it. Let's be real. I can't read it. No. But... <laughs> I can't read either. <laughs> oh, this, is, uh, this is only from 2022. Okay, so this is news. Yeah. New news. Is, they they did a recap for it. Oh, my God, but it's so funny. I was like, here's an a article recap? from back... A recap. I'm like, here's an article from February, and you're like, bitch, it's 2022. I'm like, wait, what? Is it 2023? I'm like, I'm so confused with time post-pandemic, Emma. What the fuck? I don't fuck? know. I have no idea. Also, because different places, it it the pandemic the pandemic existed in space time, right? So it like for people who lived in like Georgia, like it it ended and started at different times than it did for people in Seattle. Do you know what I mean? So I'll have friends where I like call them and I'll be like, I can't believe the pandemic's still going on. And they're like, girl, it's been over for years. I'm like, wait, what? Like not now, but like in the past I've had those conversations. So. Well, it, it's funny. So since I'm dividing my time between New York and Florida, Florida has been post pandemic since, well, it's not Bragg because it's Florida, but <laughs> <laughs> your home, your home, take away the card, take it away. Um, 
the pandemic ended like June 2020. And yeah. up here, I'm meeting up with my friends because we left in like we moved in August. And I was talking to my friend and my friend is like, oh, my God, I'm so glad the masks like regulation was just lifted and that we're all kind of returning to normal. That's only been within the last like six, seven months. Yeah. Yeah. It's in crazy. New York. In New yeah. York. Well, yeah, because it's a bunch of people squashed into an island. I know. It <laughs> what is. did we expect? I'm like looking out there. It's like everyone's so You're squashed like, up. You're like, what's out there? Wait, do you know about the documentary The Wolf Gang? No, tell me about The Wolf Gang. Oh, my goodness. it's I promise it's on topic. <laughs> I know it doesn't seem like it is. There was a documentary called The Wolf Gang, and it is about a group of uh, children who are now adults who were kept in captivity by their parents their whole lives by way of uh, emotional abuse and coercion and blah, blah, blah. And um, it's just their story of how they coped and they got really attached to film. And so they can, they're kind of like, they're actors by way of mimicry because they only had those, you know, when you like, when you're a kid and you say you live in a country where um, uh, Japanese is spoken and then you watch a lot of French films right you're gonna like pick up on some French because you're like so young right like mm-hmm. babies can learn anything and so it's almost smart like babies. They, <laughs> smart babies I love how smart babies are how smart those dum-dums are <laughs> just kidding. they're so adorable they they're defecate so- <laughs> themselves but they're so smart I was just gonna say they're <laughs> geniuses but they poop their pants um, but like Wait, but actually, though, we're joking, but it's true. So they, like, learned acting via growing up with the only influence being, like, old school films like uh, Casino or The Godfather or um, Stuffed, but also, like, other ones like, oh, oh, one. What's the what's the, like, white savior film that everybody loves so much? What is it? What is it? Oh, it's Southern. Oh, I don't know which one. Oh, Gone with the Wind. Oh my god, that is a white savior film. Cringe, yes. I, I've but, never seen Gone with the Wind though. Me neither, way, me neither. I haven't. But it, I think it has pretty dresses in it, so I might watch it. Actually, no, it creeps me out. I'm so sorry. So they learned they so it was just this group of kids. They were recluse, they learned through whatever the medium was on there, and that's sort of how they're able to understand and make sense of the world and like act. Oh no! I just think they're really good actors. Oh, <laughs> this has any? This had no deep meaning at all. They're just good actors. But what I was gonna say is like how you're looking out your window at New York, and you've like been in the city of New York, right? You understand that you the the like your place, your home sits inside the city. When you are in captivity, it feels that like you don't understand that what the city is outside, right? Yeah. Like you feel like you're on the outside looking in, even though you are technically inside in like this very small space. Woo. I love you. Oh my God, is there your dog? I don't think I've seen your dog before. Well, she's running away now, so. What's her name? <laughs> Zoe. Oh my God, stop, Zoe. I love you, Moo. I call her Moo though, because she's a cow. She's a Ferdinand. Um, but yeah, but it's like that experience. You you imagine people who live in New York to be so worldly, or they know a bunch of things. But no, no. Okay, go in your. Come on. Okay, come on. Go in your bed. Come on. Hey, go what, ahead and go in your bed. What kind of dog is she? She's a black dog. Yes. Like, <laughs> did you breed? want like a breed? I don't like, know. Breed. She's, <laughs> She's adopted. Is like, she I big, small. She's a she's fifty five pounds and oh two my ounces. God. 
favorite. I love her so much. I love her so much. Look, every dog deserves love. However, I um don't have the same connection. Like, you know, people have like connections with animals, like they're familiars yeah. or whatever. I don't have that with small dogs. Yeah. I'm so PC. I don't want a small dog. I, can I can I just say that I don't want a small dog for me. I had two small little Pomeranians that I were know like you did, and they, they were, were like soul like dogs, pe- right? They are my soul dogs. They're like exactly, little, they were yes. they were on my shoulders. But you you form rapports with these souls that are around you, yes. and it's like the best thing ever. But don't you love small dogs? I love don't small you, like, dogs. Love I could not exactly. do, I could not it's do like, a big dog. Yeah, but I've never grown oh up with gosh. a big dog. Never. All my dogs growing up were small. I was scared of dogs. I was terrified of dogs. I was not a dog person. Um, and I was told when I was a child that to not smile at dogs or else they'll think I want to fight them. Who tells a child not to smile <laughs> at a dog? What the fuck is that? Who gave you that my, horrible life advice? Well, it was my cut. Co- this was actually what it was. My cousin oh, was it, had a cousin. Okay. No, no, no. My cousin had a dog and I was being left home alone with the dog while the adults went to the bar. And the last thing that was said to me was don't smile at the dog or else they think you're trying to like show your teeth at them, like fight them. That's who says that? That's absurd. But you know what? I had a horrible dog experience too growing up. So my first girlfriend, my first beard, I guess her name I was, was like, wait, what? My first, be- my first beard. I was okay, in third sweet. grade. So you're okay. See, but this is, is like a friend, a, <laughs> my friend, like my BFF, my, my BFF of 1990, whatever. Um, she, she had this huge dog that came after me and bit me on the butt. And I started screaming and I was terrified of dogs my entire life. Her mom was a Univision sports anchor. She still is called Maria Antonieta Collins. Okay, and, don't call them out. <laughs> oh, not so fine. They're not listening to this. I mean, I'm not suing them for their dog. Listen, dogs bite. I get it. It happens. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah, no. But her mom had to like get like Neosporin or whatever Neosporin was back in the day and lift up like my underwear and get my butt cheek and like rub it oh, yeah. on my wound there. So I've been terrified of big dogs since wait what do you mean wound were you did it break the skin yeah it bit my fucking butt okay i am gonna tell you something and i'm so sorry to have to tell you this because this is like really and real and serious that is neglect yeah you know just put neil's born on an open wound on a, a child and not even a your child. child that's like and like honestly the truth is if it breaks the skin you have to get shots because you don't know like what the dog, what kind of like, did they get the vaccines? Blah, blah, blah. Wait, so the solution I, was put Neo on Neos, it? Like Neosporin or yeah. what do you call that? I'm sorry. Like is it or and is something. Is it something that like thing you put oh, on? Oh, iodine, like, yeah. Iodine, okay, I'm iodine, sorry. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God, there's your baby. Oh my gosh, she's so cute. I love I'm her. her. She's my favorite person. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, their story takes a lot more turns than just their dog biting oh. me in the ass. But... Oh. Um, I'm terrified of large, large dogs because of that. Okay. So, I mean, I'm not afraid to smile though. I'll smile at a dog, but I'll keep my distance. <laughs> like you covered your mouth and you said, you're like, no more like, smiling. No, no more smiling. See- I'm done. Folks listening. If you ever see a dog, do not smile at them. I'm kidding. Please only smile at pups. They deserve the best in life. 
I love dogs so much. I always know I can't trust someone if they say something like, oh, it's just a dog. Like so many people have told me oh, since the boys have died, just get a new one. They, they, literally, <gasps> I'm like, wait, no, I, it no, no, no. infuriates me. And that's why, like, I mean, I when I get sad boy on the podcast and stuff like oh. that, I always talk about it. It's like, those are your soul tribes. And like the fact that you found each other and that you cared and someone will just be like, okay, it's sad, but why don't you find a new one? And I forgot, I was listening to someone oh. the other day. And they were like, oh, my dog. Oh, my God. It may have been someone I liked. I don't want to call them out because I do like them. But I don't like them anymore <laughs> secretly. But they were. They said something. Alana Glazer, a- how dare you? No, I'm just kidding. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey Plaza, we're coming for you. No, they didn't say anything. This is a legend. Aubrey. <laughs> uh, allegedly, Aubrey Plaza. No, but mm-hmm. someone said, they were like, oh, my God. Like, my dog lasted 15 years. So if they last one more year, I'll be happy that I was a good dog mom. And I was like, how can you talk like that? That's such a disregard for life. Wait, what did they say? They said what? Say it they again. Said, yeah. So they said they were like, okay, I have my dog. I, I don't have any kids. I only have a dog. And the dog is 15. And you know what? It's lived such a good life that if it lives one more year, I'll be like, good. I'm glad it died because I've been a good dog mom. And I was like, how can you wait, say that? What is wait, wrong with you? Wait, I, know. I like it doesn't compute. I'm like, don't doesn't compute. Doesn't compute. I don't understand. I don't understand. Wait, this better not be someone you like. Wait, I'm upset. No, it's <laughs> Sorry, not like I'm, it's, having, I'm having like a visceral reaction. I'm like, don't uh, say that. <laughs> no, it's someone I like. Like, I think I I, I listen to their pod. It's not yeah. anyone that like that I you're like best friends either. with. Okay, that's yeah. fine. So yeah. I can hate them. Great, my new yeah, nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> I just but, like that's not. We don't wish death upon the pups. What? No, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, icky, icky, icky. We hate, we hate hate. We hate hate, okay? Get with it. Well, speaking of hating hate, I mean, did you see what happened in Texas? Again, well, another today? shooting. It was like yesterday or two days ago. It was another shooting. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. It's insane. Like, in a mall, eight people dead. Like, what is going on with this country? It just infuriates me. Well, we've all we all have gone absolutely mad and i do mean that like i'm not being uh cruel or insensitive like we actually have like everyone is terrified at all times and -hmm. those who are very very terrified like those who are so there's something in in like psych that when children develop when the brain develops anyone Mm -hmm. when the brain develops under such like neglect and inhuman experiences the brain learns to think the entire world is like that when a child is treated like they are less than human like they are an object or a property right it creates like really such terrible trauma that they don't they they don't know their defenses get really really strong and they don't know how to act with compassion or empathy and that's when like things like narcissism start to form and or like more so solipsism and it's hard when you don't even when you don't think you're a person to value other people yeah like because it doesn't compute like they just don't they're like oh i'm garbage and everyone else is garbage we're all worthless and that's why we have like these horrible things and to be completely frank like 100 percent, like brutal truth i blame the u.s government flat out I blame the government and the people above them because there are people above them. There are people that cut their checks 
And that is why we are all, they may even like this. They may say, oh yeah, let them kill each other. We do not care. We do not care. It's clear they don't care because they change nothing. Nothing gets changed. And we're all told to like, oh, call your congressperson, vote, come out and vote, make sure you vote. Our voting system is so messed up. It is so like ridiculously like convoluted, not cool, doesn't work. We know it doesn't work. Also like for a million reasons, but it just it hasn't worked. So we know for a fact that they don't care. So it's no, what? I have to agree with you. I mean, listen, in Texas mall, like eight, the, the shooter was 33 years old with an AR-15 style rifle. I mean, this to me, just like, how could you, how, how do we still go on in a society? And, you know, I've only been gone from New York, even though I've been coming back and forth for like eight months yeah. and the city here, people, it, everyone's running amok and it's really? not safe. Yeah. I mean, it's true. I, I wouldn't have said it before. I would have been like, no, that's not true. Everyone, yeah. everything here is fine. I was on the subway the other night and I was genuinely afraid about what's going on. And Whoa. yeah. And it just like, I'm like, does anyone care? And there seems to be this, I think you were saying like just now it's like when people themselves are are starting to have that trauma when they're they're manifesting that trauma and they're not looking at other people like mm -hmm. humans you don't have that empathy i think post pandemic that is something that has been so incredibly clear i mean we saw it during the pandemic though yeah. when people were like we don't want to wear masks and stuff like that and listen we can anyone can have a debate on the mask thing but like it doesn't matter we were motiv the motivation was to protect your fellow person and there was such a big hubbub about it, about getting a vaccine, about everything. And yeah, I think it, it showed people that like when the chips are down, people are out for themselves. They're going to mm -hmm. polarize things instead of looking out for your own well-being. And I think now coming out of it, people are just have this level of apathy towards their fellow individual. And I think some people are snapping. Oh, absolutely. And it's 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 crazy because it all comes from the same place. Like if we're on a if we're on a timeline, right? And we're like they're like dual timelines, let's say. There's like a critical yeah. pair of timelines. And those who uh let's for just to use this example, those who didn't want to wear a mask were feeling that their needs weren't being met. They felt like they weren't being protected. So why are they gonna protect other people? No one's helping me. No one's ever helped me. And so they're like, okay, well, I don't need to help anybody else. Like you're intruding on my rights. So screw you. You don't care about my rights. I don't care about your rights, whatever. But that's because they've been treated poorly. They have trauma. And so then they say that to everyone else who is wearing a mask. And then those people who are wearing a mask are like, well, I put in all this effort to try to save people, but it takes everyone to do it. And they get burnt mm -hmm. out and disheartened. And they like maybe stop trying. Maybe they're like, maybe I should just worry about myself. And that's where I feel like we are now. And we need something to like push like a dot, like, like say it's like, you know, that game Pong. What is it called? Pong? Where it's yeah. like back and forth. Bong, like bong, we bong. Yeah, we need something. Like, to, like, bong, bong, bong. Yeah, bong, bong, bong. <laughs> we need something to like, we, we've like gone so far in one direction. We need like a wall to like hit us back in the other direction, like of goodness, like how we're naturally supposed to be. What, what do you think what like what kind of goodness could there be out there right now and i hate to sound like the pessimist right now because i agree with you we need something that's going to unify us mm -hmm. as uh, as people like what what could happen like is it something like brad pitt and jennifer aniston getting back together i'm like Woo! 
You know, is it Beyonce dropping a new album? Is it getting a politician? I mean, I mean listen, we will always take Beyonce's new album. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. If there's is a tour like, coming. Is there like a politician that well, is just going to be really frank and honest? I mean, I don't even think people like that exist in, in government anymore. Wait, was it you that I was? Oh, no. The, well, here's here's my theory, which isn't a theory at all. The the job of politician should not exist. There is no such thing as a politician. I think we were talking about that. It's I think you did only, that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. only should be public servants. They're just public servants. Uh-huh. But what I was going to say is, um, okay, so yeah, politicians, whatever. I hate politicians. What I was going to say is that, was it you all talking about anonymous too? It was, wasn't no. it? I don't remember. I don't remember. Anonymous, the organization, the the online organization that I forgot what they said. They should have seen us coming. We are one. We are legion. I'm forgetting the video. Like they have have no idea what the quote that is, but sure. It sounds right. Very serious. It's very, it's very Avengers actually specifically. Um, like, so anonymous is a group. This is to the look. Anyone listening, this is all alleged. I don't know anything. This is to the best of my knowledge. Let's just say like I'm the je- I'm the average American, and I know like something, but not everything, right? So just yeah. trust me that I'm not trying to cause harm. This is just all I know based based on my space time and experience. So anonymous, from my understanding, is a group that like calls out bad stuff, right? They're hackers. They use like because yeah. now we're all on these like hard drives and you know processing whatever and blah 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 and um the cloud everything's up in the cloud um so they like get into that stuff and reveal stuff right is that your understanding yeah 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 yeah, yeah. sorry i sound so dumb but i don't what did they do they did something big in like 2006 2007 because i became obsessed with them did you really oh that's cool i don't know but i know they were trying to freaking release the epstein list or whatever oh yes and like my question is this why is anonymous anonymous yeah like really that's a real question why is anonymous anonymous because we are the people we 300 and something million of us and the government is a small group of people and to be honest between us and anyone listening lol if anonymous came forward and they were like yeah sorry we hacked some things but we wanted to get the pedophiles i would be like cool okay no they don't have to go to prison like the court of thank you yes yeah. right the court like, of thank you for opinion, doing that yeah, thank you so much. Like, thank you for your service. Honestly, you no, risked your well-being. They are public servants in that yeah, regard. Exactly. More so than people in government. They're actually thank trying you. to do something, right? So, hi, Anonymous, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, my God. I would be so flattered if we had someone from Anonymous listening. Please like, listen. Hi. We love you. Love you. Hearts. 100. But that's what I... But, but of course, they're staying anonymous because they're scared. What if they came out and were like, we're anonymous and here's the list of the pedophiles that are all running the country? I know that sounds... That sounds... I know what I just said sounds wild. But, like, it's funny. When the whole, like, Pizzagate of it all happened, I was like, what? What is this? What is going on? This is crazy. Like, a pizza shop? Like, wait, I love pizza. Like, is pizza canceled? But then, right? And of, and of course, like, they looked into it, and there was no secret layer in a pizza shop or whatever. However, the part about there being, like, bad people doing bad stuff to kids in the world who are very powerful and own a lot of money, property, security, that turned out to be real. That yeah. actually turned out to be real. And I don't think anybody, like, saw that coming 
And so now I'm kind of thinking like, okay, wait, maybe anonymous should like, just come out and say, hi, like, here's everything you need to know. Well, it's kind of like, there are these people who are doing, they're, they're kind of like real life, like heroes. They're doing some social, they're doing social work. They're, they're yeah. helping society. They're calling out the bad people on it. But like bad people. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. But like these people, the bad people are so high up there. Hey, baby. I'm um, sorry. What's your dog's name again? Zoe. Zoe. Zoe can join. Zoe can be our third. <laughs> um, That we don't even, it, it, it's so layered and nuanced. Like these people were so far up there. They look, they have a certain public image and then it takes people like anonymous to go out there and uncover the truth. But then if they do that, they're risking not only their lives, but the lives about around around them, the people in their life. And that's where I think, you know, you want to safeguard their identity from people like that, or even other radical people that are benefiting from their hard work who just don't see that they'll come after them, you know, like online trolls who just take it a step further, as we know. Yeah, I just, I just think, I know, but that's the thing. What is a troll if not a person? They're not bots. Behind every computer screen, there is a human being, a breathing, living, dreaming, someone who has to be okay with themselves when they lie their head down at nighttime. Like, they're not trolls. And I think that almost is like, has become like a derogatory, like almost a slur because wait, that's an actual human. The same way it like mutes life for them where they can just say nasty things. It kind of mutes it for us where we don't realize that they're human, mostly because they're speaking to us in a way that seems inhuman it seems unnatural to be so cruel right Mm -hmm. and so i'm wondering like how do we help these people who are who are acting cruel well how do we i mean that's a really good question it's i was thinking about that actually so funny that we're bringing this up because during the met gala kiki palmer came out on the red Green. Uh, on the carpet oh. i was gonna say red carpet whatever whatever and she was there no okay I know. go ahead i love kiki palmer she's so talented okay go ahead and, tell me i'm gonna be quiet go ahead so she no 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 i mean listen they were honoring carl lagerfeld like i have called that out i love fashion but oh my what I don't get it. Why car? Anyways, moving on. Wait, I have something crazy. It's going to be so offensive. Okay, I'll tell after your story. Go for it. No, no. I want the offensive thing first. <laughs> Do you really? It's really offensive. Yeah. I don't know how, what this, why this like came to my head, but at, at some point, probably during Gifted, I don't know where I had this thought or I, I never ever have thought that I would ever be invited or go to the Met Gala. It's not even like a thing for actors. It's mostly just celebrity. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like model celebrities, fashion industry, like it's not even my industry. So I don't know why I thought this, but I was like, if I ever get invited, I'm going to like, <laughs> this is so messed up. This is so messed up. I was, I was very young at the time. Okay. I was like, I'm going to need to use it as an opportunity to protest somehow. So I'm going to submit a fake outfit to Anna Winter. Because for those of you who don't know, you have to submit your outfits to go to the Met Gala. They have to get approved. Except for this year, two people wore the same dress. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. sense It must have been on purpose. Anyway, so I was like, I'm going to submit a fake outfit that's like totally fine and traditional. And then I'm going to, I can't even, I can't say it. I said, I'm going to show up in some sort of like, <clears throat> no, I can't say it. It's really bad. It's really bad. If you, uh, you're welcome to say it. If you don't want to say, it, you don't have. To, okay, I'm gonna but... say it. it was just an idea. It wasn't something I was yeah. going to do. I was just a yeah. thought. I yeah. thought of a way to protest, yeah. right, yeah. and bring awareness. I thought, what if I wore? What if I dressed up as 
Carl Lagerfeld, but like had him like holding a piece of like Nazi memorabilia. Oh gosh, that would have yeah. Yeah. I know that sounds awful because you don't ever want to give a spotlight to evil in the world. Yeah. Um, especially if you want to paint it in a, a glamorous statement. way. But yeah. that's a state that's like that's a statement. Like that would be like, wait, what is this place? Who was that person? What did they believe in believe in, you know? Well, you know, Karl Lagerfeld was notoriously fat phobic, which oh, is yeah. very body shaming a lot of the models that came out quite a bit. Chanel had a lot of ties was a nazi sympathizer and listen i i don't know the full story it's been a minute since i've read a chanel biography but i remember i mean neither of us were there but according to history you know like she 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 definitely collaborated and that was that's one of those things that i i'm shocked in today's world we we acknowledge it we're like listen this came from a time that we don't understand we're going to course correct and maybe our theme for the Met Gala is something I'm. I'm just pulling something. What out not last to year. do? Like, what <laughs> not to don't do? Don't be yeah. a Nazi. You know, yeah. like or unity or love ooh, your fellow person. Yes, love your fellow. You know? Or even like, or even they. You know, it'd be great since it is like adjacent. Like costuming is adjacent to like the fashion industry. It's all one. Mm-hmm. It would be great if they did a year. Literally, the thing could be like, I know it's it's like become such a buzzword, but like bodies. Yeah, I was gonna say body positivity, but just like bodies, like you don't need to put any value, negative, positive, nothing, just bodies. We are all beautiful. We're freaking human. What if it was like bodies and everyone came dressed like the bodies exhibit from like the science? Oh my god! <laughs> I forgot like, about the bodies exhibit. Like, wouldn't that be cool? And people would just like come and like show themselves and show what makes what they're proud of about their physical bodies because the fashion industry has like pummeled down the human body they've said like you have to be this you have to be this what if we use the two things bodies and fashion and instead of making one like fight the other put them together like make a beautiful like what if one year like let's say spring summer 2027 is like bodied theme and we all just like celebrate bodies and not in a way that's like we're trying to exploit it or make money off of it. We're just like altering the art form, right? Like we know the art form has been toxic. Why yeah. don't we change it? Agreed. 100%. Like, I mean, it's so funny when you were saying that I was just thinking like maybe people just show up naked at the Met Gala and that's a statement. I mean, didn't, this is they, our body. didn't they show up? I mean, I guess. Them? I mean, that's true. Like, <laughs> Like Lil Nash, like oh my no, god, for sure. so, oh my but god. But like no, but maybe like I don't know. Art is art is art is art, and I'm I personally am not really an artist. I'm more into the the sciences. But I like I love art. I appreciate art, and I want it to be. I want I want it to go back to what it was, not this new well, thing. It needs to be avant garde, not a circle jerk, right? Thank you know, yes. it's not it's not like oh my god, look at what this person accomplished, and even though it's problematic. We still like are going to wear our fingerless gloves on the red carpet. It's no, let's what, where, where's the conversation now in our society, right? Mm-hmm. If art and fashion are supposed to be a byproduct of humans, of bodies, of taste, of culture, where are we at right now? We're certainly not at Karl Lagerfeld. Like, era. absolutely not. No, like, we have we're not moved past. Let's, yeah, no, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, wait, so Kiki Palmer came onto the red Oh, carpet. yes, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Go ahead. She was wearing a Sergio Hudson gown. She looked gorgeous. Of Kiki course. Palmer has been campaigning for the role of Rogue in the MCU, right? Mm-hmm. That's why she, she, she has a little video of her saying, let's go, Rogue. And she's like, wait, that was lame. You know what I mean? Like, something yeah, really no. cute. 
I but shouldn't it, it isn't it happening? Isn't it in the works? It hasn't she signed so. contracts? Like we're ready, yes. We're ready. Bring give us rogue. And then so because you know, I'm like, okay, I'm following the Met Gala tonight. Kiki Palmer's there. Let me just Instagram an image of Kiki Palmer next to an image of Rogue in like a gown or something and just post it and be like I watching. Love it. You know, like something really simple. Oh, so cute. That's so cute. I love that. So I posted it and I had to turn off the comments because the amount of people who were saying Rogue isn't black. You are destroying the X-Men by posting this. And I'm like, so, you know, going back to that, our conversation about troll, you know, it's like, how do you talk to someone like that? Oh, and you saw too, when I posted stuff about our, of our episode or previous episode where it's like you know lorna oh well that's not people trolling people are people are fun and that's the thing you have to do we have you have to take people sorry to interrupt i just like i have learned that you have to take people exactly where they are like i had a family member tried to convince a judge that i was a cannibal and instead and instead of like screaming about it and being like i'm not a cannibal what do you think why would you say that i have to be like do you genuinely do you feel that you think i'm a cannibal do you know what i mean like are those feelings true feelings is that really upsetting to you is there something else going on what indica- what what evidence or indication do you think that there that i am a, a, a people eater you know what i mean and so that's what i feel like it, and it's it's a it's a respect thing and i think we all get defensive so when someone comes to me and they're like i was offended by your by your your role of lorna and i used to not be able to handle this because it's a very complex story i think i told it last time when yeah. i uh, got canceled the first time and my my parent decided to like go on twitter and like take things into their own hands it was very very traumatic and i had like because i have ocd it was like very bad for me um but now i know that i have to like be nice no one's trying to attack me if someone says this is offensive to me then i'm like okay they they mean this like they're serious and i ask why was this offensive to you and then we can like get down to like what it actually is and then it turns out that it has nothing to do with me it actually has to do with the fact that, like there's a lack of representation or blah 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 like things that like things that i didn't do like i didn't create the industry i don't assign the roles i i didn't even know what role i was going to play but like the issue always turns out to be much bigger than any of us right it's always yeah. someone up top but we end up screaming at each other because we don't have any other place to put our frustration or our hurt so to what? those people, I ask friends, hello, if you're <laughs> out there, why why does it upset you the idea of a very talented, beloved actor who has been in the industry since like I think childhood, right? Who is yeah. overly qualified to be the best person for this position. She is fit, she is uh uh educated, she is talented, she's an expert in the field. And not only that. She wants the role the most more than any other actor. Why? Tell me why, please. Comment on comment on this post and tell me why you don't why does it bother you that that person gets the job? Because that to me sounds like the best person for the job. Emma Demont, you need to be running Power of X-Men. That is such oh God, a no. far, <laughs> that is such Sorry, a I just... far more healthy approach than I had. And by the way, listen, I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. I'm not even disagreeing. You can. You like, can totally disagree no, with me. Because I agree with you. I mean, it's 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 how you frame it. Why is it bothering you? Why is it yeah. bothering you that this really talented person who wants this role is advocating for the role? 
very talented. It's not like we need to check off a diversity, you know, list here. No, no this, it's the person who's talented. best for the role. She's talented she, and she really wants it. She's passionate. She's researched. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's researched it. She has the acting chops to play a character like Rogue, who's a bit larger than life. Why is it bothering you there? And I think once upon a time, I would dare say pre-pandemic, I was far better at sitting down and listening to people yeah. when they were talking about their emotions and stuff like that. I don't know what it's been like these last few years, maybe this last year, year and a half, where I'm just like, my approach is less about what, where is this coming from and versus why are you doing this? Like, why are you coming in on this page to comment mm -hmm. something like this is just a photo of Kiki Palmer who looks stunning next to a character she is advocating for and you guys mm -hmm. are you're so angry by it saying that we're destroying the x-men and we're destroying something by just posting this but mm -hmm. i i agree with what you're saying which is the conversation should be why do you feel that way what what is it here why are you having this kind of reaction what is it about rogue being race bent that's going to bug you so much or upset oh gosh, you so what much? is race bent i've never heard that uh, race band is just when they change like the characters like ethnicity for you know for an adaptation oh my gosh that term sounds so crazy to me like what yeah. can't they just be yeah. characters like whoever's best for the role should get it like race bands and blah blah, blah. Yeah. so much i like can't keep up but i think we're saying the same thing like you yeah. even said why are you here why yeah. do you want to do this why yeah. do you want your voice to be heard about this topic yeah. Why does it mean something to you? You said you literally just said that. Like we're asking the yeah. same question. So don't yeah. feel free to comment below and tell us your answer. I'm not even kidding, friends. I'm Slide into kidding. our DMs. Really? Slide into our DMs and tell us. Well, you're probably better at answering DMs than I am. I'm just like, oh gosh, I have to go sleep. It's hard. For There's hours. a lot. Oh my gosh. I, I try. I try my best. It's hard to respond to everyone. And sometimes I only get like one or two responses in and then they like scroll, like they, it fills up and then I lose the one I was talking. And then I'm like, oh, there's more and more. And so I, I do my, I try to respond to as many people, even if that means I only get a few messages in, but I do do my best. It's, it's, I hate how Instagram does their inbox. I don't get it. Maybe someone I, else can explain well, it to me. Well, they're hidden. They're like 12 hidden. Yeah. They're like, for those of you who don't know or don't care about messages, let me explain. There's like an inbox and then there's a second inbox and then there's a third inbox. But within the yeah. third inbox, there is a hidden inbox. But then you have to go into that hidden inbox and then to press, you have to press, you have to like press more and more messages, please. And then it finally gives you your messages. It's a whole thing. It's so annoying. I miss so much. And there's so many people who send such thoughtful, thoughtful notes. A lot Aww. like like the the episode we did. And they just, they loved it. And you miss them. And you're like, ah, I'm sorry. And there's a lot of, oh my God, it's so funny. I knew, I knew the episode was a success when we had you. When a lot of was Emma it? Dumas fan pages Aww, were, thank you, were amplifying. But they didn't, they ended up, I don't know if Instagram just thought it was a pretend you, even though they're clearly a fan page. But mm -hmm. they were in that hidden, hidden, you know. Um, weird. Portrait. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. That's really weird. And Dude, they were they tagging. crazy like AI and stuff. It's meta. Meta, meta literally has AI, right? Isn't that why they're called meta? Yeah. Because it's like a meta analysis whatever they like put those there so that you would see them because they knew that it would be important to see them because those accounts are connected to my account in some way because we have the same name so one of the I things think. i wanted one of the things i wanted to ask you last time but i didn't get Tell a me. chance to was how did you how did you get into acting how did you go from you started off as a ballerina right and then you went into acting I um started off as a child and then I was put into modeling and then I was mm -hmm. put into acting and that is how I got yeah, into acting. Yeah. 
it was a while. It was actually a wild story. I was in Japan modeling, and I was. What were you modeling in Japan? Clothing. Yeah. Makeup. <laughs> shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing exciting. Perfume. Um. <laughs> And I got this message from a manager who was like, hey, I saw you in this indie film in that you were in in Seattle. Um, and I was like, cool. And he's like, I'm in Japan. I'm like, I'm in Japan. And then he's like, okay, let's meet. And then he became my manager. And then like the, I think it was the first audition I ever did. I got like, so you do like auditions, their callbacks, and then their director, director sessions. So I got called in from... Uh, that when I was in Hong Kong, I got flown in from Hong Kong to have a director section with a director named Alexander Payne. And the movie was for a George Clooney film to play his daughter called The Descendants, Mm -hmm. set in Hawaii based on a novel. And so I flew there and I didn't get it because I was like 14 and Shailene Woodley got it and I think she was like 16, 17 at the time. But, um, like obviously she was she's better than me more famous than me like of course but um but that was like kind of the moment where like my manager at the time was like oh she can act okay cool this is a thing now (laughs) and then i got um i got a pilot for nbc and then i right away i got my first uh tv show so yes that's how it happened and then is that one no it wasn't born at all (laughs) stop it and is that when you start moving to when you moved to LA or so I was moved to LA um for sophomore year no junior year i believe no mm-hmm. maybe sophomore year yeah maybe 15 uh maybe 6 16 i don't know whatever um uh because i auditioned for a, a arts high school here and then i went there gotcha or arts high school yeah and then i moved to la because it wasn't in la it was just in california um and then i moved to la when i got the job so it's so boring i honestly is not, not i love how you're like it's so boring and you were in japan you auditioned for a george clooney film and your <laughs> manager's like oh my god you lost it to shailene woodley but that means you can act so don't be upset <laughs> don't be upset you can actually act <laughs> Every every great actor loses to Shailene Woodley, so it's totally fine. I mean, fair enough. Like I, I I get it. Oh my! I mean, it didn't it didn't work out for me. I didn't I didn't make it big or anything. And honestly, it's probably because like my heart. I don't. My heart was never in it because it was never on my terms. The industry is an abusive place. I mean, there's a big strike going on right now. There are several to come because our contracts, our union contracts, are up, and it always felt icky to me. And you know, my my first year after leaving my abusive home for the first time in my whole life, I, I like wasn't really auditioning. I had like a couple bad experiences on sets. And then I kind of was like, yeah, I'm on a break and I'm just trying to, I'm actually writing. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you um, need to be writing. I told you this last time you have a big soul. Um, I, you need to share that. You need to share that, BB. I'm just not good. I'm just not good at writing, but I am trying. It's okay to try something you're not amazing at. Like, that's fine. That's what kids right. do every day. Literally, they go to school and they're dum dums and they like learn to write and read and do stuff. So I can learn too. Yeah. It, listen, if a baby can learn a new, new language while <laughs> defecating itself, Emma Dumont can write something. I promise you. Oh my gosh. We should make merch. That's done, <laughs> done, and done. Did you? Oh my so goodness. it's. Fun. 
when I was at Harper, there was this editor named Karen Rinaldi. And she I love how you use full names. You're like, I will, I will like source every person, call you out. I will tell them about I will tell you about your dog biting me and everything. No. No, I she she would love it that I'm sharing this story because she was a woman in her at the time she was in her late forties, early fifties, and she had just taken up surfing. And cool. people were telling her, no, you're doing it wrong. No, you're supposed to do it like this. Oh, but you know, if you had been doing this okay. for years, you would be better. So yeah. she wrote, she wrote an op-ed for the New York times that said, it's okay to suck at something. Dude, and that's said, amazing. I'm so glad you said her name now. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to, I'll send you the article, but she's Please, here like, not gonna I don't know it. how to surf. Like <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to not yeah. know how to surf. Yeah. It's okay. And it's like, it's okay to suuck at something. Absolutely. And it, it, it just took me back to what you were saying right now about not being good as a writer and being, you know, coming from a toxic household because during the pandemic, my husband and I, we went down to stay with my, with my family. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I shot bow and arrow a couple of times when I was a kid. Now that we're in the middle of a global crisis and I have this backyard, let me go <laughs> buy bow and arrow and just shoot. <gasps> And my dad just came out and saw me doing it and was so on top of me. It was so toxic. Just oh. telling me, well, if you had been doing this instead of that. And he's here like, you're not going to get right. And I'm like, listen, I'm okay to suck at this. Like, I, 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 am, I am an adult who is learning something new. It's not intuitive. I don't want to compete. I don't want to compete. Don't, okay. I don't. I just, the world is ending. Victorious had just died. I just need to shoot this bow and arrow. I'm having a price. I'm having a mental health yes. event. Let, no, me, on, let me figure event. it out. Like, let me just figure You're it out. You're actually just having a hobby. It's not even yeah. a mental health event. I am but so sorry it, that happened. But it is true that that happens. Like, I think our parents' generation were told by somebody, the government or their parents or whoever, that, like, you have to raise good children. Being a parent is the hardest thing in the world. I have to sacrifice so much for you, you little shit. And so they yeah. think that, like, we are a reflection on them as parents and that they need us to be the best in order to feel validated that they've done a good job. But guess what? That's not how life works. Like, I literally, my parent one time, like, yelled at me, like, this is going to sound so crazy. I think it was was during the pandemic when Olivia Rodrigo was getting very big. And my parent yelled at me, you could have been Olivia Rodrigo. And I'm like, no, I am not a sing. I am not a young Hispanic singer. What are you talking about? What is up with I am not a 14-year-old Disney Hispanic American. (laughs) Um but a great first album, Olivia. I mean, I I haven't listened to it, but I'm gonna listen to it. Well, probably won't, but (laughs) (laughs) you're like me. Probably won't, but that's okay. Probably won't. I get the I I get the idea. Anyway, but that's what I mean. We're like, that's the archery thing. They get like they get so uncomfortable, like, why isn't my child the best? Why it's you know what? They always complain, everybody gets a ribbon. Well, who made up those rules? It was them. They want their kid to get the oar. They want their kid to be the best, which seems sweet and nice, right? But it hurts us. Stop hurting us. Well, I just want like I, I you thinking about like since my parents are older now and they they're requiring a lot of more work, I've realized there's a lot of resentment that has like built up there. And you posted something a couple weeks ago about if you've ever told your kid I have gray hair because of you, you know, that is just a form of abuse because that child did Absolutely. not have to be born. You brought it mm. and th- 
And my parents were the biggest culprits for that. I never felt physically endangered. So I don't want to make it no, sound like, like yeah, my, no, 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 my background. But, you know, spiritually and emotionally, my parents, like, I realized now, like, they did a number on mm-hmm. me, especially my dad, who I have to sort of help now. You know, no, I have to, it's a, you mm-hmm. know. And it's an, an embittering process when it shouldn't be embittering. You should want to help your tribe. You should want to be Absolutely. with the people that you had formidable years with. And you you, you kind of like built yourself around your relationship with them. And now I'm just like, just stop talking. You know what I mean? Like, it's they're just hard. awful human beings. <laughs> sorry. Hi, mom. Sorry. Hi, dad. No, I don't. They don't listen. They don't even know I have a podcast. Even though I talk about it all the time. They don't know. Like, they don't uh-huh. know about it. I'm like, I have a podcast. Really and they're know? like, well, no, I talk. Well, it's so funny. So my parents came with Dude. me to my brother's engagement. And my oh, brother's, my brother's future mother-in-law was asking me all about power of excellence. She was a fan of the gifted. So she saw so that sweet. you were on it. And, and my dad just kind of nodded and was like, look at what Siri can do. And I'm like, that's the extent mm. of the, what this person cares does not care that we have built a community or something like that. And I have to care about the stuff that's going on in, in his life. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, it's really not hard to do. Dream. It's yeah. it's hard because our generation, <clears throat> excuse, mm, <clears throat> excuse me, like it's hard because your experience is not rare. It's so many yeah. of us. I have several friends right now who have parents, uh, fathers, even that they have to basically take care of. They're the caregiver or whatever when they either when they're with them or all the time, you know, and it's hard when you go up and ask someone, hey, why did you abuse me? Or why did you stand by while someone else abused me, which is the same thing as abuse? Yeah. And that person like being like being like weaker now, different now, they might not remember. Like it's it's a very weird thing because we did the work. We went to therapy. We like cried through the night and got through the pain and we took that on our shoulders because we knew we couldn't lash out at someone else because we knew that would hurt them. Our our parents didn't know that. And so now I think a lot of us are coming to a time where like it's weird. It's a weird these people that used to hurt us so so much and had like th- their word was gospel, right? Like if, yeah. if they told me I was a I was a waste of oxygen, I believed it. And now I'm like, oh, they're just humans. And not only that, they're like very unwell and very hurt humans. And you know what? They they owed us parenthood no matter what because they created our lives. Yeah. We do not owe them being their children. We do not owe them unconditional love. However, many of us are giving it graciously because they've done the work and they're good people. And that hurts them. Like they sacrifice a little bit of their well-being, that resentment, that pain that they'll never get answers yeah. for in order to take care of the older generation. So no, you're not alone. It's a lot of people. Going that. It's a, it, I'm well, such a rambler. I'm sorry. You'll never no. again. I- <laughs> oh my God. No, I'm just staring at you as you're talking because it's true. And it's, you know, you, you said something just to pull on that thread. There, there does come a point in your life where you have to see your parents as very flawed individuals and I think it is really, especially for women, to have this unrealistic expectation of motherhood that, you know, that that's, you know, rooted in our Jude- Judeo-Christian, 
society of Mary, a virgin, able to give birth. You oh know, my gosh. Oh, I, still, I still hold her son while he's dying because she's so pure and no one can ever live up to that. It's so unfair. I, I, I 100% unfair to mothers and to kids to even have to have that expectation over them uh, about what their mother should be. But, you know, I had a, I had a professor in college in my poetry seminar. I'll name her again, or name her Ginny Grimsley. And I remember- We she get it, you went to college, brag. Um, <laughs> a Florida college. <laughs> Jokes on everyone. It's a Florida one. Go Dolphins. Whatever. <laughs> Go Marlins. I don't know where anything is, but I can quote someone from like 20 years ago. Um, but she said, there comes a point in your life where you have to kill your parents. And she wrote a poem of her dad where she- saw her dad as a human and I remember being in that classroom Emma and being like I don't think I could ever kill my parents like spiritually like my parents are just so great and it was this weird like Stockholm was that your thought yep absolutely they're so great they they have my best my parents are the exception oh they're the best they're the best parents they even tell me they're the best they love me they want what's best for me yeah my parents used to say you could have those other parents you have <gasps> us. They used to say that all the time to me. Oh you could have gosh. other parents. And now I'm like, wow, maybe I did want those other parents. No, for I begged to go to foster care. I begged to go to foster really? care. Yeah. And I was told that um that my parent couldn't afford it. The thick but no. I don't I now know as an adult that you don't have to pay to put your kid in foster care. But that I was told that lie that you had to pay some sort of fee or something but that's awful like you're so you should be so grateful to have us like wh- you could have all those other parents what yeah. is that's like crazy manipulation what it's crazy it's awful it's you know i i don't know why people would even say that and i don't think it came from a place of negativity i think it came up from a place it of pride didn't. absolutely or, that's the thing they think it's true they don't think they're yeah. the villain no one does no no one's a villain of their own story and listen they came from cuba didn't speak a lick of English, had to put themselves through law school. Mm-hmm. I get it. Life, And they, they had my daughter, or my daughter, <laughs> my sister, my sister, <laughs> like, um, their daughter was born, you know, with petty mal seizures and it created a lot of hurdles for them. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know what it would be like to be in your twenties, ha- new to this country, having a sure. daughter who needs, you know, care. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how you'd rationalize the world either if I were them, you know, to be fair, especially when your brain is still cooking, you're in your early twenties. Yeah. It's still like 25, 26 is when your brain's like actually gets fully developed. Yeah. So I felt, you know, like I'm not trying to hold any shade against them, but a lot of those unresolved issues, unless you like tackle them, as you know, it it comes out later on in adulthood and and you become a little bit embittered by the whole process. Oh, of course, because you're like, I've done so much work. You've done zero work. You've had more time on this earth than I have. I got no freedom. I didn't get to have a life. And now I don't get a life because I have to like worry about you and your feelings, which I had to do my entire childhood because you were stunted as a child. We were all raised by children. Millennials were raised by children. I even know people that are our parents' ages, like Gen X or whatever, or whatever is above that, whatever, who like admit, they fully admit, they're like, yeah, I'm still like a kid. I feel like a kid. I feel like I'm 15. I'm like, wait, what? No, because I feel like an adult. I feel like I'm 80. So how can you feel like you're 16 still? That means that there was an imbalance of like who was doing the parenting, basically. I agree. It's so funny that you're saying that because 
I, I just see my parents right now. Well, my mom has dementia, but I see my dad and he so desperately wants to be in his twenties in his thirties. Really? And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm team Emma on this. I feel old. I feel like I, I, I did what I had to do. I feel like I acted irresponsibly when I, in the appropriate times of my life, I have evolved and I enjoy adulthood. I wouldn't want to regress. I wouldn't no. want to regress. Even now, you know, even with wrinkles and everything, I'm <laughs> proud of how I look. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Because well, like, you're gorgeous. Stop bragging uh, about uh, it. <laughs> it was the hair okay, comment uh, and now this. No, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel the same way. Like, I'm like, I feel like I've lived a thousand lives. And yeah. that's where you have like the stereotypes of like millennial grandmas. Like, that's where that comes from. The idea that we have like, we've seen some shit. Yeah. And we've made it through. All of us. I just, you know, I, I just am not okay with how our parents' generation, how they're treating us now. And and sort of that, that toxicity, how it's coming through. And it's just, it, it becomes a little overwhelming. You know what I mean? It's absolutely overwhelming. Because what happened was there was a generation who um, during their time as adults, the economy got destroyed via the pyramid scheme of capitalism. And now those who like were able to get property and blah, 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 they're they're like, they kind of made it by, but not really. And then those who didn't get to get all that stuff, like didn't make it big. Like now they're like the saying things like, oh, well, you're my child. You need to take care of me. Like, oh, it's time for you to take. I'm like, what do you mean? You never parented me. I don't owe you a house. I don't owe you the car I got you. I don't owe you me supporting you for the last four years. Like you don't I'm not going to support you because I didn't get a chance to lay the foundation of my life yet. Yeah. Yeah. What? No. Honey, no. <laughs> Honey, no, 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 no. I didn't even get to. Like, you know, none of us did. We had to be adults right away. We didn't get yeah. to, like, build and grow and decide who we were until, like, now, recently. Well, and I'm sorry. It sounds like you had to be an adult right away. And you were seeing success on the acting front. And I, I'm i assuming there, there was a parent there that was just reaping in those benefits. I guess, yeah. God, I'm so I sorry. Mean, I don't know how yeah. it's to. I don't know. I because I don't know. I don't know what yeah. like the intent. I mean, the intent. I guess was like the intent by all of them. I believe is to feel secure, right? That's yeah. what we all need is the pyramid of needs. And if somebody who is like toxic thinking, abusive, they don't have their needs met, they will seek them from anyone they can. Some of them even have children on purpose to do that. Yeah. But those are the extreme cases. The everyday people, like that stuff is still there. That like resentment, the weirdness, like the thing where like you have to take care of me thing. And like it's weird that we have this stereotype in pop culture, like, don't put me in an old folks home. Like, I don't what does that even mean? I don't understand. Like what 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 even is an old folks home? And the thing, the truth of the matter is retirement sucks. None of our citizens are being taken care of. So people are panicking and then they're like blaming their children for it what (laughs) (laughs) no it's so i mean it's so true when you say it out loud the absurdity of that blame yeah i'm like look you guys voted in the people that screwed your lives up i was not here to vote 
Like, yeah. I didn't make these decisions. So this don't blame This was all me. on you. Why are you yeah. looking for someone to blame? Well, it's it's true what you were saying about the pyramid of needs and like and how people latch on to others and they get angry when they're not getting what they want. I just I I don't know. I just think it's a really fucked up way of living your life. And I I, I can't believe yeah. that there are people who don't have that introspection, at least to be able to change that, especially with a child. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, you know how you feel like I don't know, I, I I can only talk about how I, excuse me, how I feel when I felt about Vic and Apollo when they weren't here on this earth and how whatever they mean, I'm there to protect them. I'm there to support. And they're, they're, they're my soul tribe. I cannot believe. Still, it's like they're in your soul. They're in your heart. Like, right. Like, and I can't believe a parent wouldn't even have that level of love or awareness to protect their child or, or be so awful to their children. And no one needs to be perfect. No, everyone makes mistakes because oh, we're all human. Not. But like, there has to be a place of love. And sometimes I feel what I'm seeing, at least with my family, with you know, with my parents, there's no source of love. There's you know, love. what I mean, there, there's there's only obligation. And how dare you not support us? How dare you not be here for me? Don't you know what I did for you and all this stuff? Yes. I sacrificed so much for you. Oh, Please don't, don't do that. No. You should have gotten yeah. abortion. <laughs> <laughs> no, then we wouldn't have had Emma Dumont. Or well, no, but you know, nobody no. needed me, so it's fine. Um, but I totally I understand you. what you're saying, and I feel it, and I'm in it, and I. It's hard though because those. It's like, lol. Not me circling back to RuPaul after talking so much shade. Also, when you were like, "I'm not trying to have shade," you know what? The library can be open, but it can be open lovingly. It can be open okay. lovingly and logically. It is okay to call things out. Like, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Life lessons from Emma Dumont. The library can be open, but it can be loving shade. I do love loving shade. I do love a good roast. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I like nice. I like people when people are nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's hard because it's like RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? And these people, this generation, they do not love themselves. Like, they do not love themselves. They refuse to take care of their mental health. They refuse to take care of their physical health. They refuse to stop acting like six-year-olds because they don't know how to. They refuse to try to self-regulate their emotions because they don't know how to. And it's painful and it hurts to try to learn that as an adult. Babies learn it. Toddlers learn it, right? They like try an ice cube. It's too cold. They're like, wah, wah. and then they're like, oh, just spit it out. And then they're like, wah, wah. and they're like, oh, wait, no, I spit it out. I'm fine now okay, you're okay, you're okay. Now like, they learn how to regulate themselves, how to talk them down off of whatever emotions. But these now adults, it's so hard for them. Again, it's like learning languages, like learning the language of regulating your own feelings, emotions, behavior. That is hard to learn as you get older, similar to Japanese and French. This is <laughs> full circle. I-, I love how full circle we are here. Cancel me. Cancel me. I'm never coming oh, back. Oh, you are you no, know, you are so articulate. And I just feel like these are conversations that need to be had out there. And they're so important. And no one has these conversations. There are people who are just afraid to have very difficult conversations. And we touched upon this last time you were on, which was it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to say something Absolutely. and be like, okay, it's fine. We were wrong. It did not come from a place of ballast. It just came from a place of needing to grow and hear put it out there so you can hear you know the echo or what was coming back absolutely 
yeah absolutely that's all i have yes, yes i agree yes. <laughs> i'm like you, yes yes be wrong be as wrong as many times as you can i mean that's what science is that's what research is research is making a hypothesis based on the information you have in front of you and that could be anything it could be like masks don't do anything or masks are great vaccines are silly or we need vaccines whatever your opinion is at that time in that space time based on your experiences that hypothesis can be researched and so like research is just being wrong as many times until it, you are right. That's what research is. And we can live our lives via the research of the human experience. I am insane. You you started a YouTube channel? Are you a YouTuber now? That oh, I, I posted one so? video. Not you calling me out. <laughs> I posted one singular video. And it was about a zombie movie. Like, it's not. Stop it. Wait, I'm trying to find it on YouTube now because I had it in my notes here. I was like youtube so, channel oh my gosh you took notes it's so sweetie I, of course i'm always gonna jot down little notes when i have people also on. you're in a chair that makes it look like you are wearing a blazer like a very oh, I know, um, right? a very like shoulder padded blazer no i'm wearing like I this fan shirt i bought like the other day because i was like classic. I need clothes. classic was, like, uh emo arts kid I was supposed to come in only for a couple of days. And then I was like, hey, I think I'll just stay while they're doing construction. <laughs> like, and let Jeff deal with it. I was like, I can't. My, no, I can't. I, I cannot be in messy spaces. That yeah. is like my big thing. I just can't like, I, you know, your room looks very organized. If you saw my apartment, like it's not. There's th things still in boxes. There's dirt. There's sheetrock. Yeah. Like well, dripping. you're moving and building, of course. So it's giving oh, you a little bit of anxiety, maybe. It gives it's me like such bad anxiety. Yeah. Well, then good. I'm so glad you're staying in New York. You no. don't need to force yourself to be in uncomfortable situations. Like, like yes, let it happen without you. That is okay. You are uncomfortable, and if there's an emergency, you of course will get on a plane and hop down. It's not even a big deal. Stop it! I love you. I need you in my everyday life for everything. <laughs> So wait, you posted one. Should video. we do a morning show? Should we just get oh on for like an hour every morning at like five a.m. to six a.m.? <laughs> it could be can live. Can you imagine? I can be up and ready at five a.m. Like, really? We could like twitch it. What is that? What it's called? Switch twitch. Is it twitch? <laughs> um, no, we could do it. We could do an Instagram live or YouTube live. Or oh, something word, like yeah. That. Oh, YouTube and, live, yeah. Oh my god, and we talk about like channel. points. I know. I'm trying to find it here. Oh, my gosh. Okay, it's M. It's E-M underscore the word talks. You have to, like, type oh. out the whole thing or else it will take you it to a... Out. It goes to a fan account who's, like, an actual very good YouTuber. Um, yeah. And, like, is so kind and, like, posts all my stuff on Instagram, which is so amazing and sweet. And I know. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, is this you right here? But it's not. Hang on. That's still mm -hmm. not even coming up. But you posted mm -hmm. about a zombie video. I did. I was about. I talked for like five hours about a zombie movie. Stop it! Which zombie movie was it? Um, Train to Busan. Oh yeah, yeah I, I love I, that one. I that came out a couple of years ago, right? A a bit ago, yes. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god! Very so it's good. terrifying. It's terrifying. I mean, or From is what it I remember. Com completely predictable? I mean, we knew, <laughs> we know. We know, and that's what my video is about. Yeah. Um, Your five-hour like, video. My five-hour video is about the sickness of greed and how it like resembles the zombie, like the typical zombie apocalypse film, like the stereotype, the archetype of a the um, what's it called? The trope of a the of trope. a zombie. I have to see. I haven't seen it in like I think that movie. I think I saw it like five years ago or something like that. Um, I enjoyed it. I just remember the zombies Liar. on the train. 
You're no, like, I'm just trying. It. No, I'm trying to remember it. I don't remember if the CG was good though. I don't remember. I was probably high when I watched it. So like, <laughs> <laughs> it was high watching Papa John's. So Papa John's. Um, um, I'm trying to see. Is there like a, are there filters on here to make me look less gross? <laughs> How do we put my filters? My God, you don't look gross at all. I think if you go to settings, there's a Ooh, video filter. filter. Ooh, let's oh, make it pretty. Where are the video filters? Wait, how do you find video filters? Oh my gosh, there are. Wait, backgrounds and effects. Let's make me pretty. Oh no, it's only gonna make me into a hot dog or something. Stop it! I want to see you as a hot dog. I want to see Emma Devon <laughs> as a hot dog. Wait, it's not a hot dog. It's just a regular. Oh. Can wait, where? Wait, let me see. Oh my Can god, oh, my that's not Zoe. Wait, what about? Th- oh, oh my god, are you French? Wait, guess who I am? Are you? Are you French? Did you now? think I suddenly became French? Okay, guess who I am? Guess who I am? I don't know. You're you're from the twenties. You're a gangster. What are you? Wait, let me try another one. Wait, is there? Wait, okay. So here's me, and let's let me see if I can add a background. Is there an explosion background? No, there What's isn't. It? There isn't one. Okay, guess who I am. I don't know. I'm I'm killing I'm um Oppenheimer. I'm Killian Murphy in oh. <laughs> <laughs> the upcoming Chris Nolan film that I am cut out of. What are you cut out of it finally? Probably. Okay, who am I now? Oh my god, you're Zorro. Okay, yeah, that was easy. But or oh. I, or okay, now who am I? It's the same hat, but get try again. <laughs> I don't know from I'm Oppenheimer. I'm your, character, your character that was cut out. <laughs> who, am I, who am I now? You're a pirate. <laughs> who am I now? I don't Paris Hilton. I don't know. <laughs> oh, wait, how about now? This one's easy. Oh, okay, yes, you're the. You're, we can do it. I'm forgetting. Okay, her do name. you know her name though? I'm forgetting her name. Rosie the Riveter. Good. There okay, go. you win. You win. How about now? No. Who am I now? you're you're me you're like i'm so sleepy <laughs> okay these are i need to get out of here before wait I'm, how I did you find time. those wait go on go to the video and then you see the little uh, arrow next to the video click yeah. on it and click choose video filter and then it will pop up a little and there's something called avatar oh choose oh there we are this is oh. <laughs> Hi, you're welcome. i'm upset oh my god that's like staying on my face. <laughs> Wait, that's so great. Look, it's they're geniuses. Oh my god. Zoom. I'm gonna cool my face down for my sunburn look. It's so much better. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't even notice your sunburn look. Oh my god, I'm uh, Okay, I look so much better now that I took the sunburn off. That's I don't know how you take your Yes. Congratulations. Thanks. It's gonna be me. Oh. Well, whatever. Oh it's my god. This is... Okay. So what did you study in college? Writing? Journalism? Yeah. yeah. Photojournalism? Writing. Yeah, writing. Okay. Okay. Well, I love this. Yeah, I did writing. Um, and then I came to New York and then I worked at Marvel. I was at Marvel. For... And why did you leave? Um, I didn't like Marvel. It it was at the time. I know, my God, how scandalous. I don't know if I've said that on this podcast. Marvel just wasn't like the It wasn't like, a healthy work environment. That's what it was. Yeah, well, it's not that they weren't necessarily healthy. It's just it wasn't okay, the this epicenter. Is alleged. Like alleged. Um, <laughs> sorry. This is all alleged, like I announced alleged. in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. I mean, listen, wait, were you employed by Marvel or Fox? How does that work? Both. Both. Both, yeah. Both. Was it? They told me. 
Well, they told it was allegedly a great time. No, they told me to stop saying the word Nazi. I think I said that last time. They were like, yeah, "Don't say yeah, Nazi," and I was like, "I'm gonna keep saying Nazi." Thank you. They were good. No, it's just you know what really took me back with Marvel was seeing the. It was kind of like Oz seeing behind the curtain. Yeah. There was a lot of yeah. straight white dudes don't meet who your worked heroes. there. You know who worked there, and it was like skeezy straight white dudes. You know I what I mean? It. Like, yeah. Well, because it is a corporation. Like, we love Marvel, the art of Marvel, mm-hmm. the art that is produced. But like above all the artists, like writers, creators, illustrators, producers, everybody, whatever, there are a bunch of like old rich white guys in suits, like making money off of everyone else below yeah. them. So, and that's every company corporation. It truly is. Yeah, they're they- all old white guys. That that was. They're not, they're not all old white guys, but. I'm, ass- I'm assuming Marvel was at the time. I, it was at the time. This was years ago. I don't know how it is now. I can't speak to it how it was now or even on the studio side. But Okay, but to be um, honest, like I own Marvel now. I didn't want to like tell you, but I, I'm, telling <laughs> you yeah. to, I'm telling you now. Yeah. It's me. I'm the older twerk guy. Um, I'm in top. I'm at the top of the pyramid. Okay, go Stop it. You're incredible. I love you so much. Everything. <laughs> everything please own marvel can you can i come back now can I play? yeah hi now that i own this place we're only making Bolaris content yeah can we only make popo content thank you actually if i did the first thing that would be made would be a house of m series that had that had like they were everyone was cast for little like young versions like 10 to 13 and then they were cast as teenagers 15 to 17 and then they had a cast for young 20s and then 30s like every member and then if obviously for magneto would be like older older too yeah listen i would (laughs) i 100 percent want you there with magneto with with wanda with with pietro like that the amount of engagement that comes from the house of m content like is insane people want that and they want you as polaris back there. i don't know because i've heard that people don't actually want me because it offends the jewish people and that i understand and here's the deal i don't know how comfortable i would be playing lorna again i mean i would be so comfortable like physically playing her but like as yeah. far as like offending people that makes me very uncomfortable to make others hurt or feel bad and so to be honest like i have thought about it i've been like if anyone ever asked me to play lorna again not that they would like <laughs> i'm so cocky like what nobody's ever gonna ask me to play lorna again but you they know what should. i mean Oh, that's sweet. No, but they they shouldn't. But I was like, yeah, I literally would like be like, okay, when's filming and how long do I have? And I would honestly, honestly, I would probably um I would probably convert to Judaism or at least learn as much as I could. I know it's a long and very involved process. Like it's very very hefty. And so I would like if I wanted to try, I would obviously have to like do my due diligence. Um and make sure it was properly represented in the show. I mean, I one <laughs> anyway. proper representation. No, that that just speaks loads of what we need out there. And two, listen, House of M, like do the series. Like now that you own Marvel, that's it. That's <laughs> all we need. Just do it. Do it. I love it. Every time I go on like some weird ethics rant, you're like, okay, back to comics. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, take yeah, me, off, like, my, get me off my pedestal. No. Or my, not my pedals on the cliff, the edge. Take me off the edge. <laughs> no, it's just because, like, I agree with you. I mean, I, I, here's the thing, though. Like, oh, soapbox. I was trying to say soapbox, but then it, it oh, didn't soapbox. work out. And then I said pedestal, which made me sound very conceited. Anyway, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I just, like, I think, I think you were a, you were a phenomenal Lorna. And there's nothing wrong with being like, okay, the character is historically Jewish in the mm-hmm. comics. There is a way to learn about this to make sure you're doing right by the character. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. 
Elizabeth Olsen is getting gets that same you know same feedback, but I think I do think she has tried with the character. Well, I'm gonna say this: yeah. don't know her. Seems very sweet. Um, I will say I was I personally was a little upset that the G word was used like publicly. I believe several times. I'm totally. Oh, I know yeah. it one time for sure, but I believe it happened more than once. And without any sort of, like, statement or, like, maybe even apology, like, when you use a slur, even if you know didn't know it was one at the time, once you learn it is one, it's compassionate to reach out to whoever, you know, she has a large fan base, be like, hey, I didn't know this at that time, and I'm, like, I'm so sorry, like, please let me apologize and let me show up as the woman I am today. I did not mean that. And, um... I hope I hope that can like ease some of the pain I caused or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I would do. But anyway, no one's Emma. Not everyone's. No Emma shade. Emma. No shade. No. <laughs> the library is not open. No shade. <laughs> oh my god, I'm obsessed with you. We need to do a morning show. I'm obsessed. Like... I know we should. We should just make a list of topics, and then every day we pop on for like 30 minutes. Easy, easy peasy. We could like do it in bed, like before oh god, we get up for our day. That. And then people just like log in while they're getting ready and like we could all chat and hang out. Oh my God. Well, it's all about, you know what you do such a good job at? It's community building. Like you're so engaged. Me? You're the one with the actual community. Familia, have my back. Back me up here. Like, come (laughs) on. But no, you, I see your comments. I see what you post. You engage with people. You're so good. And even when we're talking about like, I'm thinking like, we'll do morning topics, have coffee. And you're like, you know, people can join and we can talk to them. And that's what people, people need to be seen. I mean, I'm sorry. Absolutely. Like it's, it's been, the conversation has to happen both ways. I mean, what has happened in the past where people were ignored, marginalized and not being visible, that, that shit is antiquated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like done with that. I'm kind of done with like people not having a voice, like literally yeah, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening. Don't stop telling us what to do, politicians and corporations. Like, we are the people. We the people. We the people hear us roar. (gasps) (gasps) Emma, people at home know where to find you, but why don't you just plug your socials? Plug your YouTube channel again, because I can't can't find it. I'm still typing it in here. Okay, friends. (laughs) It is E-M underscore T-A-L-K-S-M talks with the underscore. And then I think... If you, um, you might also have to type in Emma Dumont as well as M Talks because really- I did. I am doing M Talks and it's not coming up. Okay, wait. There's like a hundred ones of you right here. Okay, here you are. You're with Wolverine Claws, the X23 Wolverine Claws. Okay, yes, there you that's are. That's me. Yes, there that's you are. Me. Three days ago. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Now okay, I'm gonna, we found I'm gonna hit subscribe here. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh my gosh. So yeah, check me out, and maybe I'll be doing some lives every morning. <laughs> Coming up soon. No, I'm just kidding. Not me recruiting for something you like have not said yes to. <laughs> I mean, I'll say yes to everything with you. X mornings. X mornings. X mornings. Um, but yeah, check me out on YouTube. I have one video. It's about zombies. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to it. You said five hours show. You literally undersold this. It's only four oversold it. It's only 14 minutes. Oh yeah. I was being I want hyperbolic. The un- I thought cut. 
version no Wait, actually before we go i actually have an amazing idea that i would like to pitch here actually not pitch okay, but just pitch. like let people know in the upcoming like week or maybe two weeks at some point um i'm going to be do you know do you know like uh telethons like that charities used to do on like pbs yeah. and they would like stay up all night and people would dance and sing i'm gonna do something similar where i get on live on youtube and I'm going to be like s- auctioning things. Um, well, no, I can't say auctioning because it's not all going to go to charity because I have to pay for my car taps. <laughs> but the you, rest is going wait, to charity. Wait, your what? Your car taps? What? My car tabs. Oh, you're from New York. Oh, so when you drive yeah. a car, you have to yeah. have like register. Oh, <laughs> have to, I did not You have know to that. register it. Yeah. Yeah. Every year That's you have to insane. pay like, I got like 300 bucks or something for your car for no reason. The fuck is that? You no, know, it's so silly. And so mine is due. And so I'm going to sell some things for my storage because I have a bunch of stuff that is not my style at all. Like it's not me at all because I kept being told that I have to be like cool and edgy and sexy and that's not me. So I'm going to like sell some things. I'm going to sell some baseball card packs and then like like 80 percent is going to charity or something. But then you had to pay your car tags, obviously. But I have to pay my car tags. I'm so sorry. I wish I could be more charitable, but I do need to pay my car. It's because my job requires my car. That's why. That's the only reason why. Oh, by the way, sidebar, I did that that gig at uh, at the Rogers Stadium. <gasps> yeah. And you were so great at helping me with like some was information I? there. Yeah. Really? I mean, oh. I used it. Well, I walked in because you were like, it was newly renovated. And girl, that's the only thing everyone could talk about the really? entire time. They're like, Oh, do you <gasps> like course. this? Do you like the stadium? I'm like, I'm like looking at the text message you sent. I was like, it was newly renovated. And they're like, Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, they did this cool thing where they put the dugout above. They put the bullpen above the dugout. Like it's two levels now, opposed to everyone else who's just like usually baseball is a one story sport, right? Now it's a double story sport basically. So there's like a second warm up room for the boys above the original workout warm up room. Sure. Like I I put it in like theater terms. I don't. Sure. I don't. I don't get it at all. Yeah. I know there was a dome over it, and I brought my friend. Because of the weather. Of the weather, and I brought my friend Hammy, who's a cosplayer who loves you, by the way. Oh, sweet, um, that's so sweetie. And we were, he was just also, he's Canadian, and he was telling me all about all the renovations and how he I'm used sure. to come here as a kid. And I was like, wow, people have so much pride in the fact they that the stadium do. was renovated. They do, they love the, the Blue Jays, love the Blue Jays, you know what I mean? Like the Canadian people. Um, wait, so <laughs> when YouTube. You're going to do a YouTube. You're going to do a benefit like a telethon. If you need help organizing, this is literally my wheelhouse. I'm literally, I don't need to organize. I'm literally just going to like, maybe even today, turn on YouTube and go on. And it's going to be like, you know, do you know who Mr. Beast is? No. Oh my gosh. Mr. Beast is like this, like philanthropist, I guess. But basically what he did is he got famous on YouTube by counting to like 1 million. He did like a 24 hour video without any breaks, I believe. Uh And then he likes the money he started making on YouTube. He like would don't, he donates so much of it. Um, and that's oh, what seeing him here. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna. I want to do like that. Like maybe I do a, a live stream for 24 hours, and people can buy things. Like I'm not gonna ask for donations because I do. I'm. I'm using some of it for personal needs, like my car tabs, and I'm so sorry. But I want to do something where, like, I do it once a week or once every two weeks, and then people vote on what charity they want the proceeds to go to. Right? Because like I don't like like I want the people to choose where their where their donations go. Right? 
Yeah. No, I mean, you're such a good human. Like, I mean, that's no, I'm not. No, I'm literally not. Maybe, I don't know. Should we start a charity? I will totally start a charity. Should we start our I've own? Been, I've been thinking of starting a charity. We can take that offline because I have thoughts. You know, one of the things that, like, you can also do is, you know, you can auction off a couple things and be very clear that this is going to go towards, you know, stuff that's mm-hmm. going to help me out here. But also, you can do a paddle raise. You can designate it where this is where it's going to lose where the money is going to go to, whether it's a charity, oh, yeah, that's great. whether, yeah. whether it's a GoFundMe. I know you've amplified some GoFundMes as well yes. for people who are in need. I, mean, I God, love GoFundMes like, and also shout out to GoFundMe. Thank you for creating a platform where people can yeah. do this. I don't know why people aren't doing this. Like, honestly, I do not know like biggest, biggest Swifty. I'm the biggest Swifty I know, but I don't understand why Taylor doesn't just go on Instagram. Like I know she's busy, but like get on there once a night, be like, hey, Swift Nation or whatever, like, please donate to this GoFundMe because she has billions of fans, you know, internationally. We could we could help some people and it would only take like like say every Taylor Swift fan donated one single dollar. You're like, how many dollars is that? You know what I mean? And 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 one dollar is something that all of us at some point in our life could could sacrifice, could could donate. We'd be comfortable um at some point i know not everyone right now could, would feel comfortable with that but at some point somebody you know everyone does um so yeah and it's it's more than just a dollar it's just more than that fiscal value i've talked about this before back when i was kind of religious my thing <laughs> was kind of religious i'm so not religious now but <laughs> when i was I like loved, kind of religious when i was kind of religious i used to like my thing for lent was to give if anyone asked me for money I would give the change I have in my pocket. And sometimes it was like a dime. And I used to feel really weird about that. But it's not, it, it wasn't so much the the value of that dime, but more the telling someone, I believe I in you. you. I, I see you. you. Here's a hope. I'm investing in you. This is just an opportunity for you. So again, even a Absolutely. dollar towards someone with these GoFundMes who they they need to be seen. They just, they need that. It's less about the money. It's more about knowing that the communal support is there. And that's, by the way, when the, when the chips are down, when, 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 when shit gets real, people want to know they have a community behind Absolutely. them. Uh-huh. But also sometimes it is about the money, like for the yeah, unhoused. This is true. Who are starving. Yeah, this is true. But, <laughs> but no, you're right. But that's the thing. Like to piggyback on that, if yeah. all of us, say if all of us Swifties donated a dollar, it's going to make the big corporations kind of look bad. Like if all of us could donate, like yeah. say I only have $10 in my account and I donate a dollar, that's a 10th of my wealth. Yeah. I can do that even though I'm closer to unhoused homelessness or starving than like say billionaires if elon can't donate a tenth of his wealth when it will not affect his daily lifestyle at all mine will my dollar means i don't get my ramen for the week then those people with the wealth hoarding degree they're gonna look really bad when we're all helping each other out and then it's gonna kind of make us see like who who does care and who doesn't care about others mic drop right there (laughs) i don't know Elon, call me. Can I <laughs> borrow 10% of your wealth and give it to people on GoFundMe? Like, please. <laughs> but can I just say, okay, one last thing, and then I will stop annoying you with, with my nonsense. Oh, my God. You don't annoy me at all. I love Gosh. it. I was the one who asked you to come on today. <laughs> I slid into you. or you know, I, no, I texted you. I was like, you want to get on like Zoom tomorrow? And you're like, yeah. I was like, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I love you. Go. I want to have what are, our, what are our kelp martinis or whatever nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> our Gwyneth martinis. <laughs> 
I need a, oh my God, I want a martini now. Oh my gosh, we should absolutely have martinis. But the point is that just like in a healthy economy, there would be no need for charity organizations. There would be no need for donating for organizations of any kind. Why are the people with the littlest to give donating to help things like starving children, homeless children? Why isn't our government taking care of this? And if not them, the multi-billionaires. Because again, on a sliding scale, a tenth of their wealth is nothing. A tenth of my wealth means I won't have a home. Or you know what I mean? Like it means it's more significant. So um, what's up, Bezos? DM me. Let me know your thoughts. Slide into her DMs. Like tell me why. I'm asking. Like I'm giving them an opportunity to speak for themselves. Um, I'm just calling out the sketchy behavior, but they can defend themselves if they want to come out tomorrow and like donate and not donate to politicians. They all have these charities that donate to politicians. That doesn't count as charity because you're trying to control the people that control the people. Yeah. The people, no. capital P. Well, here's anyway, the thing. Tell I me. mean, government needs to exist in order to support the people. That That's where it goes. And, and right, but it, right now we don't have a government. We have a corporation. No, we do have a corporation that's more concerned with do I have a blue check mark versus, you know, who are the people who are really upset? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and who are really suffering or who are being shot at at malls. It really is one of those things to me that just, it baffles me that we just don't have politicians working. And why? Oh, because it's kind of more complicated. Why is it more complicated? Oh, because someone else is writing your checks. That's wow. right. That's pretty, that's pretty fucking transparent. And that's like, why were you elected? You really wouldn't have had a platform to begin with had you not had people rally against with you. You know what I mean? Like, so why are you betraying those people? Why are you going to let those people go into a mall, to a fucking mall and get shot at? Why? Absolutely. Wait, can I tell you a secret? Yeah. It's even crazier than my um, Carl Lagerfeld (laughs) secret. It's even wilder. (laughs) It's even crazier. I was like, I told myself before, I was like, Emma, don't mention that because you're going to sound like a crazy person. But I'm going to tell you you because we're friends. Well, you don't know what it is yet. Oh, I thought you were talking about Carl Lagerfeld there. Well, that thing was crazy too, but this is even more crazy. I'm actually like very upset and I've been researching a lot of the money trails of um, the ultra wealthy let's say the top 10 most wealthy people in this country along with a select few of other handfuls but basically like uh like franchise fraud or like pyramid schemes is absolutely illegal in the united states both at state level and federally and the only difference um between an mlm which is um they're more lenient against mlms like they are um i guess in some ways legal um the only difference between or maybe they're fully legal i'm not sure the only difference between a like forensic fraud like or forensic franchise fraud pyramid scheme and an mlm is that a physical product is being sold there is a very good reason why mlms are legal and pyramid schemes are not because our government is is a mlm but they're actually not an MLM. They are a pyramid scheme because they are selling us goods and services. We make the cars and then we buy the cars at a up at a hiked up price. We make the food and then we buy the food at a hiked up price. We make the clothes and then we buy the clothes at a hiked up price. Like we run the Amazon warehouses and then we have to buy things off of Amazon. They are selling us something. They're selling us life, physical life, freedom, 
the the right to not be starving, the right to not be unsheltered, the right to not die in the street in the cold. Like they are selling us something, physical products as well as just life, which is a physical thing. It is a physical product. So I'm gonna report them. Yes. Yes. I'm like actually gonna report. I'm like not kidding. <laughs> yeah. No. I. It really. It. I. I'm just. Ba- I never thought about it like that until this moment because you're absolutely right. I mean, these are products that like we are. This is produce we produce, and they're being sold at a insane amount of 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 money. And it should be going back to the people to begin mm-hmm. with. And instead, mm-hmm. it's not. What are they doing? They are selling you this idea that you're not going to live on the streets, so that you're not going to be starving. It is the biggest scheme. I just, I think this can be its own little sub podcast in of itself. That is really? baffling to me. It is yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's and it's allowed. And I'm actually, I'm actually self publishing a book. <laughs> through amazon why did you just go a book like because it's not gonna be a book it's just my public statement to um our judicial system because i'm demanding a a fair and speedy trial for the crimes that these people have committed against the american public it is not their fault that the system is set up this way but they are individually responsible for the fact that the system is actively being run as a um, franchise fraud they even call them the president and the vice president those are business terms it's just unsettling That's very true it's unsettling so yeah so i'm just going to report them and be like hey i want them to go to you know go to court and they can have a, a jury of their peers and they get the same right as everyone to a speedy trial and blah 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 but like these crimes are real this is legitimate and it's gotten out too far out of hand now i mean listen preach i mean everything has gone so far out of hand right now and i again it's 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 baffling to me that there are people who can't even afford their groceries they they can't afford they can't afford to live life anymore and Mm -hmm. it's scary out there i'm so glad there are people like you i'm I'm so glad there are people like you obsessed (laughs) emma talks on youtube Check Watch it out. Ran about zombies for 15 minutes. I thought five hours. Well, so I'm going to do a five hour like uh, auction or whatever. We'll see yeah. how it goes. You're going to be doing that on your YouTube channel. We have you on Power of X Men here. You're such a wonderful human being. I'm obsessed. Thank you. you are. For no, today. I actually just talk too much and I can't keep my mouth shut. If people are in danger, I like can't stop talking about it, which is like my biggest flaw. So this is a space for those conversations to have. Thank you for having that bravery and being able to talk and go against the grain and being a disruptor and making sure that the information that needs to be put out there. And the conversations that should be happening are happening. Oh, that's really sweet for you to say. Thank you. You're welcome. I love you so much. I love you so much too. Okay, bye guys. We're going to go have kelp martinis. Bye.